1: Uh, no way, because the best way to break up the mundane every day is to play at Wild Rose Casino and Resort. Slots, tables, sports, and a whole lot of perks when you join and play with your club wild card. So let's play Wild Rose Casino and Resort, Clinton.
2: Fanatic.com brought to you by Dr. Lance Forbes, Diamond Dental in Cedar Rapids. He gave me new teeth. He gave Pat new teeth uh suitors just got the same old teeth what are you doing what are you looking
3: what well, do you mind if i turn up my mic
2: turn it up put it uh, at least zero see where zero is yeah yeah give me a test there's Here. you go yeah sounds hey. pretty good yeah uh brought to you by henry's painting players sports bar and grill the Oxiokin and the Amanas now serving breakfast on the weekends. Premier Automotive in North Liberty. Hertin and Stocker Jewelers, 101 South Dubuque Street, downtown Iowa City. Supel's Flowers, home of 1-800-800-ROWS. GT Car and his great crew at Supel Sighting and Remodeling. They do do great work. Patrick Eads and the staff at Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln on Mormon Trek. Steve Anderson, Hawkeye title and settlement, Falbo Brothers Pizza, and Mike's lock and e keys for cars, and uh, Mike keeps us. Uh, well, lets us get into the building,
3: <laughs> <laughs> which is a plus. Yeah,
2: yeah. We gotta. We still gotta search for the uh, original key, to make copies, so we can use both doors.
3: That would be nice. You don't have one?
2: No, I don't have an original. We
3: have to have one around here. Mm-hmm. Would that? Not necessarily. Yeah,
2: then we'll have to do new locks or something. Yeah, maybe we will. I'll talk to Mike about it. Uh, here's uh, Tom Souter and Pat Hardy, who's uh, looking on his phone. I think he's sexting. Uh, I think it's likely Hawkfanatic.com.
3: I think it's likely. So how's your show been today? Great. Oh, uh,
2: this is top, one of the top drawer. Oh uh, well, some drawer.
3: Yeah. <laughs> sock drawer. <laughs> he has a sock drawer.
2: Hello. Good morning. Hello.
4: Yeah. How do you sound? How do I sound? Yeah. I got to put my. Gla- I forgot my other glasses. I've been doing. Uh, I've done that twice. What do you guys? What something's not right? Technical. There we go. Yeah, He's there. either always going like this or like this, one or the other. I, yeah. either, I, I mean, either talk too soft or too loud, right?
2: No, you're just right.
4: Just, just right now? Yeah. After, what'd you move?
3: Your mic up.
4: My move, I, okay. Yeah. But no, I'm fine.
3: I move your mic up or down. <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: <laughs> and Hey, I went home and practiced the minute and 37 seconds. I stood on one leg. Yeah. That was the longest. But then at night, I drank beer. And I tried the more beer I drank. I got up to seven beers and still made it to nine seconds.
5: (laughs) There you go. And then I
4: realized, what the hell am I doing? (laughs) I was drinking beer and turned it into a game.
2: (laughs) It would be great if you lasted longer. (laughs)
4: Well, I was trying my darndest to make ten seconds with a six-pack in me, but I couldn't do it. And that's something, what am I talking too loud now?
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's okay.
4: But... The, like you said, the big difference in that is being able to put your foot on the calf. That made a completely different... Yeah. It's much oh, easier.
2: Oh, yeah. No, now I can do it. now. And I'm,
4: having a little bit of time to practice yeah, it, too. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, I did. I did a minute and 37 seconds, but then I'm sitting there saying, what the hell am I doing? I was sitting in front of the TV watching Andy Griffith, and I lasted. <laughs> and I can do it better on my left leg than my right leg. I find mm-hmm. that kind of interesting. Weird. See, they did a study in case
2: uh, you missed some of these wonderful shows. They did a study... And if you can stand on one leg with your, with your other leg mid calf resting on the calf, yeah, yeah, then uh, and you can do that for uh, ten seconds or more, then you will live another live ten years. Yeah, you're gonna live. <laughs>
3: So that's probably not very comforting for a twenty-year-old. So what does
4: what does a minute and thirty-seven seconds mean? Uh,
3: didn't, you didn't have enough beer.
2: Well, no, a, I was
4: sober when I. But how long does that yeah. mean I'm going to live? Uh, I, We're going to live like another seventy years.
3: Yeah. He yeah, was, but if you're going to spend an hour, a minute and a half doing
4: that, then maybe you don't need that much time. Well, I was trying. I kept thinking. I think if I practice enough, I could do two minutes. Yeah, probably. The problem is though, it gets your leg gets tired. Yeah. It really, it's good exercise.
6: Hill. Hi, cubs. all right, Cubs. Hello, I'm kind. I'm kind of doomed. I I might as well say goodbye to you guys. I couldn't oh. make the ten seconds. <laughs>
3: no. Oh, well, but I, you still have nine years. Yeah,
6: you'll do fine. Okay. <laughs> I'll work on those nine years. Uh, okay. Maybe I'll get it up to ten seconds.
3: There you go. So, and if you do it at, uh, in year nine from here, if you
6: can have mastered the move. I have the another move? ten minutes. i yeah. ten, ten years. There you go. There you go. Well, well, if you want to know anything about the Cubs, they're lost.
4: Yeah, 5-3, to and that's all we need to know.
6: Well, and they left too many people on base. They can get the hits, but they don't get them in. They just rot there on the
4: base. And they really can't get the
3: hits. What are they, only like 13 games out already? I mean, Um, I don't know about
4: it. Does Hunter know? I mean, the division's not that good. I mean, what are the Cardinals and Brewers about eight, nine games over five hundred? Yeah, it's not yeah, like they're you know. chasing the Yankees by any means or the well, Mets. Well, we
6: were talking about that. That uh, it isn't a good, good the, the national. No, it's not. Central is no. not good. It's we the American Central wasn't that good either.
4: Yeah, but the Cubs just suck. But none
2: of them. Cubs do stay, suck. Think any of their
4: players can stand on one leg, Captain, for ten seconds?
2: Uh, if they uh, if they do, they uh, they may get a hit. They may get a hit. Or traded within the next 10, <laughs> yeah,
6: ten days, well, they'll trade them. <laughs> yeah. The hits is what counts. It's it's getting hits and getting people in.
4: Yeah, this is true. Yeah, I I, I admire your devotion, Carn, because I cannot watch them.
6: Oh, well, I'll watch them again tonight.
4: Okay, and then.
6: But I I enjoy listening to Pat and Ron. They come up with some good things every once in a while.
4: Pat and Ron. Pat Hughes and Ron Comer.
6: Patty, yeah. Never heard of them.
4: You've never heard of Pat. Well, Hughes? you have
6: no. never listened to. Wow,
4: I mean, I uh, no. The radio. He's station. one of the most famous radio guys. But
6: KXIC, you know, I carry
4: it. I'm surprised. Sometimes. Have you heard of Pat Hughes? Yeah. Yeah.
6: Yeah,
2: but you know, I mean, yeah. Did KXIC carry the whole game? Yeah. Okay.
6: That's unusual. Most of the time they carry the whole game. It's every once in a while in between breaks you don't hear anything and people probably turn it off because they think something happened, but they just have silence every once in a while. Yeah. I think that's when they go back to the station for a break.
2: Well, there's nobody at the station for a break.
3: <laughs> and therein lies the problem. Yeah.
2: I
4: will say, yeah. Pat Hughes does a good job. Whether the team sucks or not, he's good. Pat
6: Hughes yeah, he was, does a good job. Well, really Ron's real good, good at diagnosing
4: things, too. He's really good at what he does. He,
2: was, uh, he had a sports show on WMAQ
4: for a major I never heard of him until he started doing stuff for the Cubs.
2: Yeah. I,
4: yeah. And he's good. And then the yeah. TV, what's that Jim DeShay's? Or it was. Is Jim DeShay still the TV color yeah. guy? And then I don't know who does the games on TV. Who's the play-by-play?
6: That's Scoog Boog or whatever his name is.
4: Scoog Boog? <laughs> what the hell is that?
6: Jesus. Boog. I think it's last B O O G.
4: Scoog Boog.
6: He is, he has uh, fuzzy er, um, red fuzzy hair.
4: Okay. Never heard of him. But like I said, but I But
6: now when Len why did Len Casper leave the Cubs?
4: No, no idea. Connor might know. I I don't I don't know. I just because
6: he left the Cubs, but he doesn't why? do the same thing over there in uh, in, in um, uh, the White Sox. He comes every once in a while on when that Scoop Boog, uh, whatever that guy's name is, when he isn't there, the <laughs> lintel will be on. That can't be right. That, Boog. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what Boog. I, I don't pay much attention to the guys that they're because uh, I listen more to the radio.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You're very devoted. <laughs> it's John Shambi. That's what
6: she's talking yeah. about. Anyway, I'm going to go and practice it with my one yeah. leg.
4: Okay. Boog Shambi. She's talking about John Shambi.
6: Yeah, Boog Shambi. Yep. Oh, that yeah.
3: guy. <laughs> and Jim Deshaies. Yeah.
4: yeah. I don't refer to right. him as Boog. He's just a big guy with orange hair. He doesn't know. Yeah. Does old yeah. He's a good. He like does. Carrot Top. He's not like that. He does a good job, though. Yeah.
2: All righty, Karn. Well, you have a good day. Okay.
4: That's we'll a, see you. It's
3: been a while since I've watched the Cubs, obviously. Karn doesn't
4: even care about the Hawks anymore. Yeah. I do not even ask about the Hawks. Yes. Cubs. It's Cubs. the off-season. It's never the off-season. I mean, there's people that do two-hour podcasts talking about nothing but the Hawks. I don't know how they do it. All the same way people I, get on message boards for two hours and scour over what the recruits are. I mean, there's a lot of people that are interested in this stuff year-round. Thank God, I guess. I mean, I did my top 10 tight ends for in the history of Iowa football. My guess is neither one of you have probably read it. So I I'll haven't
3: be. read any yeah, Hawkeye article for yeah. a long time. No, I
2: read I'm it. just
4: not Have you ever thought about doing it to prepare for this show sometimes? well, but you're Isn't gonna that a t- pretty novel idea? About, you talk about it. Well, I, I know, but. It, it's, I read it. I post it. Yeah, you do sometimes. He never does, huh? which I find not funny. Never, not no, never. No, usually, though. Usually he I have never. to explain to you what I wrote as opposed to you being prepared when we get on the air. Yes, I did read that. Let's discuss it. That's I'm just kidding, but that is, I find that kind of comical, but yes, I did my top 10 tight ends. I'm doing all the positions this okay. summer because that's what you do this time of year. Cause there's nothing else. I'm going to do quarterbacks next. I, I reached out to Chuck long um, last night to tell him that I'm doing quarterbacks next. And I said, you know what? There's a, if you make the top ten, I'll let you know in advance. He, <laughs> I, I told, I said that to Chuck, but it was I knew by not having George Kittle in my top ten, I was going to piss some people off. But it's pretty simple. Why? why I didn't even consider him? Well, because he, he never had more than 22 catches. Uh, never made honorable men. Never made third team. He is the best NFL tight end, Hawkeye. He, he, I believe he has surpassed Marv Cook. Marv made mm-hmm. All-Pro three times in seven years. I think George is a little better than Marv was. I think Tony Milwaukee, had he stayed healthy, would have maybe been the best of all of them. Kirk's even said before that Tony was their best blocking tight end they've ever had. And I had he was Tony athletic I, freak. I had too. Tony tenth on the list when ability wise he should have been way up higher. But I had this one person saying it's something that you would consider Tony and not George. Tony made first team All Big Ten as a senior.
3: Oh, he was great.
4: He made when he he only played in ten games, he missed three, but he made first team All Big Ten as a senior and that's part of what you used to do these rankings. George, like I said, George had a ton of injuries and they weren't very good during some of the time when he was here. No, he didn't put up he uh, didn't really, I mean he was a good nobody thought he was gonna be what he was when he (sighs) left. And if you're saying that now you're lying. Nobody was thinking that he was drafting what the fifth or sixth round, mm-hmm. something like that. No, he has been a freak in the NFL. I get you that he's been their best, but I had, well, here, I'll, I'll see if I can do it by memory. I had, of course, I came down to Marv cook and Dallas Clark reason I picked Marv cook is he was the first t- He was their first consensus and he made second team or first team. All Big Ten twice. None of the others did. Had Dallas came back for that last year and matched what he did in 3 I would have maybe moved him ahead Probably. of Marv. Probably. But I had Marv number one, Dallas number two. The hardest pick on the list was number three between Hawkinson and Fant. I think Fant was more dynamic, more explosive. He scored touchdowns like he was making layups. I gave it to Hawkinson, though, because he won the Mackey Award as a sophomore and kind of reached a higher level, had more receiving yards and what have you. But it was close because I do think in some ways... Fant was better. Fant was a better athletic receiver who could get downfield. Whatever I think, Hawkinson was a more, maybe a more complete tight end, but that was a tough one. Going then, the one that surprised me until I I, I didn't even think I was going to even have Allen Cross on the list, and then I look and he made first team All Big Ten as a senior, second team as a junior, had nearly 1,300 receiving yards, played on that 91 team that won 10 games and won at Ohio State, and his 61 yard touchdown was a big reason they won the game. I had him fifth. And then, let's see, sixth, I had Scott Chandler, who's their second all-time leading receiver amongst tight ends with nearly 1,500 receiving yards. And then seventh, I had Mike Flagg, who twice made All-Big Ten and was, other than Mowianki, probably their best blocking tight end. And then, let's see, eighth, I had – where am I at eighth? I may have to call it – I know I had Mowianki 10th. Oh, eighth, I had Jonathan Hayes. And I said with Jonathan Hayes, yeah, he made second team All-Big Ten once. He had 42 catches. Numbers and awards don't really – just give justice to what he did to the tight end position. I believe him and Hufford and Jim Swift were the ones that ushered the position into a new role. He elevated front. it. He elevated yep. it and he made second team all big 10. He was a great blocking tight end and he gave up his senior season. So I had him eighth, and I'm trying to think ninth. Um, Who is ninth?
3: That's the only one you're missing. That's the
4: only one I'm missing. Cause I did have Tony. 20- I'll look it up. I had Tony Moyaki 10th. Then I also had, it was tough because originally I thought I was going to put Brandon Myers and CJ Fedorowicz maybe in there cuz they both made first team all-big mm-hmm. Big 10 once but their body of work just didn't compare with like Scott Chandler made never made first team all-big 10 but his body of work was more he had more receiving yards and some of the, I mean, C.J. Fedoritz made first team All-Big Ten with like 300-some receiving yards. Some of it is the luck of when you're playing. I mean, the kind of competition you had to had to go against and what have you. But it's an interesting exercise. There is no right or wrong answers. It's good for feedback. It does drive good traffic. And like I said, I'm going to do, I think it's a lot. Le- I'm going to do, I've, I've, okay, I've done tight ends. Next, I'm doing quarterbacks, then running backs, then receivers, offensive line, defensive line, linebacker, defensive backs, and I will also do return specialist. I haven't.
3: D-backs is going to be hard.
4: D-backs. And I thought about, I don't know about doing. You you were um, looking for number
3: nine.
2: Yeah. Scott Slutzker. Oh, Scott Slutsker. Scott Slutzker.
4: I didn't think he was going to be on my original list either, but then he made second team all big 10, had over 1200 receiving yards, started for three. I mean, it was just body of work. It came down to for some of these guys, like my my final two picks came down to Slutzker, Moyanke, C.J. Fedorowicz, Brandon Myers, and Sam Laporta. Sam Laporta is going to be in there next year. Well, he's, he's already got over 1,000 receiving yeah. yards. If he has anything close to what he did last year, he could move up to the middle of the pack next, um, if I do this list a year from now. I mean, he will definitely move in there because he's been impressive. Those 53 catches, but like Marv Cook, Marv Cook had, um, one year he had over 800 receiving yards, and the other year he had over 63 catches, and he, he had 63 catches, and he missed three games with injuries. I mean, to me, I thought number one was pretty easy. And then number two, I thought with Dallas was easy. Like I said, number three between Hawkinson and Fant was the hardest.
3: Well, and what's always stood out to me about Hawkinson and Fant is they played together. They took, that was just amazing. Well, they
4: took, and that hurt them both in some it, ways. It, it did. Um, that did hurt them both, but nobody was as dynamic as Fant. Fant had, Fant caught thirteen more touchdown passes than Marv did on forty-eight fewer catches. Fant wow. caught eleven more touchdowns than Dallas Clark on three fewer catches. I mean, Fant was incredible. I mean, his ability. But I think Kirk and Brian also hurt Fant a little bit in my rankings because, remember, his junior year, he mm. didn't play that much. No. And Kirk, Remember, Kirk came out and called him a specialist, which I thought was kind of weird. When they were taking some grief for how they were using Fant, because um, wasn't it Fant's brother was bitching Yes, on Twitter? yes. yes. And I thought he had some. I thought it was weird how they handled Noah that 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 junior year, and that didn't help him. Yet he still made first team All Big Ten. But Kirk came out and told us at a press conference that Noah was a specialist, and I think what he meant was well, he doesn't block very well, and all he does is score touchdowns, which. I mean, I remember well, it's where, a pretty good Buddy Ryan answer. said the yeah. same thing about Chris Carter. But, I mean, his brother did go His brother probably didn't overboard. help the cause. Yeah. yeah, he probably didn't help the cause. But, yeah, and as far as the people that don't understand the Kittle stuff, it's pretty simple. And I explain it in the column, too, which is kind of, I, I don't know, some people don't even read it. They just see the list, and then they want to debate. But I, I explain why George Kittle's not in there, and I think it's pretty obvious why he's not in there.
3: Well, yeah. I mean, he didn't put up the numbers.
4: No, he just didn't.
3: He was hurt all injuries,
4: the time? Injuries were a big part. The offense at times wasn't very good when he was there. And he got hurt. I remember him running down the sideline at Purdue. Remember, he got hurt down at Purdue. And next thing you know, he's got for a 3 I mean, years.
3: weren't krieger Koble's numbers better than yeah. his? Yeah, and one? I didn't really consider him. Yeah, I,
4: no. I, I, I mean, you got to draw the line somewhere. I mean... Henry Krieger-Coble was a good tight end. Ron Flemister was a good tight end. Austin Wheatley, Eric Jensen, Tony Jackson. There were a lot, a of, lot, good, of, great a lot of great tight ends that yeah. didn't make the list. Yeah. So there you go. And yeah, I'm going to do quarterbacks next. But that was funny, though. Chuck got a kick out of the – what if I left Chuck off the
5: list? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Then they'd have to take his name off the press box. Yeah.
4: Um, yeah. It was funny. I was talking to Rob, Rob Howe, and I told him that I was going to have Alan Cross higher <laughs> on my list than I thought. And he lives near him. And he's like, well, maybe I'll go down and break the good news to him or whatever <laughs> so they can cel- celebrate over the fourth. Hey, Hawk fanatic. Your... Um, but, but, yeah, the quarterbacks, I'm going to do that maybe today. I'm going to try to get most of these done over the next week to 10 days just during the Fourth of July holiday because this is the time of the year to do it. But yeah, D backs will be hard. Bob Sanders is number one for sure. And then without
3: uh, discussion,
4: linebackers. I know I'm probably going to, um, maybe piss some fans off. I'm going to go with Abdul Hodge number one over Chad Greenway. I thought at Iowa, he. I thought obviously Chad was a better NFL player, but I think Abdul was Kirk's best linebacker. That's just me. And then defensive line will be tough. I mean, I still can't decide if I'm doing kickers or. Ten punters, I mean, it's that's just kind of hard to it's... I think I'm gonna leave. I may just do the top ten specialist picker. It's just gonna be hard to come up with ten punters.
3: Yeah, I, I don't even know if I could off the to well, top of my Tori Taylor, then, well you've Jason got, Baker,
4: um Adam Fenstermaker, you could go with Gary Costrobala. I mean, there's I'm just not sure. We'll see. I'll decide. I'll Reggie de- Roby would be, well, of Uno, course. Of Reggie course. Roby would number would be number one punter, and um, number one kicker would probably be Nate Kading. Over, I mean, Keith Duncan was a consensus All American, but I'd give Kading a slight edge over Keith Duncan. Plus, he was there when they were building the program up too. But, but who knows? We'll see. I mean, I could do kickers too. Well, there's, those are fun to do, though. But the problem is, though, I just don't know. If, I mean, it's going to be hard to come up with ten punters i mean i that well but we'll see i mean i i may do them both because like i said we got nothing but what do we have another about another month where there's just nothing going on good jimmy
3: somebody wanted to know
7: how many passes no fan
4: dropped not many not many he dropped some but not many i think that's a stupid comment hello where would you put larry station Larry Station would be, right well, there. I right forgot. There. Larry Station would, yeah, you're right. I forgot about Larry Station. He would be number one. Then Abdul Hodge would be number two. Abdul was a three-time All-Big Ten. Larry was a three-time. Larry also led him in tackles for four years. Ago. Yeah, I forgot about Larry Station. Larry Station, Abdul Hodge, right. and Chad Greenway would probably be my top three. I would say, yeah. I, I mean, but then was Andre Jackson a linebacker, or was he a defensive end?
3: A defensive end.
4: Because he was really good. And, um, and he wasn't that big. And he was just fast. He was fast, and he played on bad teams. That doesn't help. But, yeah, I, I forgot about Larry Station. But defensive backs would definitely be Bob's. Defensive line, I don't know who would be my first defensive lineman. That's tough.
3: Matt Roth would be up there for me. He'd be
4: up there. Jonathan Babineau would be up there. Um, but you got to think back to the 80s. you got to think back to the – how about Alex Karras? Yeah. I mean, he won, the, he won the Outland Trophy. True. I mean, Alex Karras, you could make a strong argument to be – Number one, just like Cal Jones, you can make a strong argument to be the number one offensive lineman. He was the first Outland Trophy winner, and I think he won it more for offense, whereas Karras, I think, won it more for defense. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, there's it, it's hard. I mean, tied in was hard, but it's also fun to do, and there's no right or wrong answers. You just need to be careful you don't forget somebody. And I did explain in the column, because some people brought up like Jim Gibbons and Carl Noonan, those weren't tight end positions back no, then. No, they, they weren't. They didn't even list them as tight ends in the media guide. They listed they were split them as ends. ends well, yeah. even if they weren't that, like the split end, they still were ends. They weren't tight ends. The game with a single T under Evie was played differently. The modern-day tight end that I'm ranking now came with Hayden. Bob mm-hmm. Cummings tried to do it. It just didn't work. But Hayden's the one that created this position that we're now celebrating.
6: Hello. Andre Tippett.
4: Well, oh, he would be one of the oh, two or sure. three top defensive linemen. Yeah, for he'd, sure. He'd be in the top one or two, I'm sure.
3: Do you have Mitch King in there?
4: He made first team all Big Ten, I yeah. believe. Yeah, I think he would be. He made it at least two times, maybe three. Um, Dave Haight. Dave Haight was, I believe, good. the Big Ten um, defensive lineman of the year in 86. What about Mark Bortz?
3: Oh, he was mean.
4: Mark Bortz and he played defensive line at Iowa, but Andre Tippett would probably be number 1. If I went across the board, I'd have Tippett number 1 defensive line. I'm not going to break him down to tackles and ends. That's too I'd have Tippett number 1, station number 1, and then Bob Sanders number 1 on the three defensive positions. I think those are pretty much no-brainers. I mean, who would you pick as the number 1 offensive lineman? I probably will do Cal Jones.
3: Um gosh, it's hard to.
4: I mean, you I mean Brandon Scherf Haven't won the really Outland Trophy. have really thought about it. Gallery won the Outland mm-hmm. Trophy. Brandon Scherf won the Outland Trophy. Um, Cal Jones was the first one to win the Outland Trophy. And I don't think you can punish him just because they played a long time he ago. He got on really.
3: the cover of SI. Yeah,
4: I mean, and so we'll see. But, I mean, Eric Steinbach was a great lineman at Iowa. I mean, Kirk had uh, – and Hayden had some some great um, – Mike Haight, he was all Big Ten, first-round NFL draft pick, and what have you. So, and then running backs, I know this one I'll probably – When I do the running backs, and I'll probably piss some people off, I'm going to have Ronnie Harmon number
5: one. And I'm not
4: having Niall Kinnick. I'm not sure what to do with Niall Kinnick. He wasn't really a running back. He wasn't really a quarterback. He just was sort of his own position. Maybe I'll just rank him all by himself. The game was so different back then. But my running backs would come down to Ronnie Harmon, Cedric Shaw, Tavian Banks, Liddell Betts. Sean Green. um, Well, Niall Kinnick might even be one of your top ten kickers because he'd drop kick Yeah, he could be. He he could be. You could put him in a lot. He could be a defensive back.
8: Hello. You missed Marshall Yonda.
4: Yeah. Yeah, Marshall Yonda, but he never made first team All-Big Ten, only played two years at Iowa. I think the same thing with George Kittle. Marshall was much better in the NFL than he was at Iowa. He was good at Iowa, don't get me wrong, but he only played 2 years and he never made anything higher than second team All Big 10. You got to use some criteria to eliminate people and these are strictly college. It has nothing to do with what you did in the NFL.
3: Yeah, I mean that's a different a completely different uh, list of how they did in the NFL as opposed to just college.
4: Well, yeah, because they're unrelated. Yeah. They have really yes. I mean if I was going to do the NFL, I'd have George Kittle number 1. Yeah. If based on just what they're doing in the NFL, I'd probably have Marv number two since Dallas and Marv both made all pro too. I don't know if any other tight ends have made all pro Marv only, Marv only played seven years. He made all pro almost half the time he was in the league.
3: Did uh, TJ make all
4: pro um, Hawkinson. I, yeah. I, 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 I'm not sure what he made. I, um, I don't know if he made first team. I don't know. I don't know if he made the pro bowl. I know fant hasn't made anything like that yet, but um but, no, it's all subjective, and there are some easy picks. But, man, you get down to, like, seven, eight, and nine. I mean, it's it's tough. It, it, I mean, it's really tough. And you have to use stuff like stats and accolades yeah, at some point. I'm sure you do. You ha- I mean, you have to use those. I mean, you, you just do because that's part of what you have. Hawkinson uh, awarded
2: John Mackey Award. Nation's top tight end.
4: That was, yeah. Uh, that was 2018. And he did that despite having to kind of share the load with fans.
6: Hello. On defensive backs,
8: where would you put Merton Hanks?
4: He, oh, he'd, he'd definitely be right be in, up there. He'd be in the top ten, maybe top five. And that's hey. not because he was great in the NFL, too. I mean, Merton was a three-year starter. He was really good at Iowa. Yeah, but Bob, Bob Sanders without – I mean, Devon Mitchell would be probably in the top five. Devon Mitchell was really good on that 85 team. Uh, but there's a lot of D-backs. I mean, Tyler Sash. I mean, God mm-hmm. rest his soul. He was a two-time first-team All-Big Ten player. He'd be in my top ten. Um, but yeah, there's a lot. I mean, there's
3: been so many. Just Phil Parker's time here, there have been so many D backs that that were just terrific. And you can't
4: just use first team All Big Ten as a standard because there's so many of them. I mean, there's some BJ Lowry made first team yeah. All Big Ten, and I don't know if he'll be in my top ten. So yeah, the defensive backs will be tough. Linebackers will be tough. What about Tom Rusk? Remember him? Uh huh. I do. He played on some bad teams, but he was a good linebacker. It was tough. Yeah. Hello. Hello.
8: How about any of the uh, Hilgenberg family? Oh, yeah. I mean, Look,
4: for sure. The uh, Jay is a center. Now, I probably would have to do centers by themselves as opposed to. Yeah. But then do I do tackle? I mean, it's. So, yeah. I, well, you can do, at some point, you can do too much. But centers might be a position that I would do by itself as opposed to tackles and guards. And yeah, Hilgenberg would be right there with Linderbaum. And. Um,
8: what about their, uh what was their dad or their uh, uncle?
3: Whatever, Jerry Hill, Jerry Hill well,
4: he was a good linebacker. Was, wasn't was
8: great
3: center. Um, Wally Hilgenberg Wally was a, great was a really good linebacker. linebacker. Yeah, yeah, no, the
4: Hilgenbergs yeah, would definitely. And then Wally also played for the Vikings for mm-hmm, about a decade mm-hmm. too. I was old That's enough fine. to remember he did. him at the end of his career. Oh, the Hilgenbergs definitely will get consideration. I just
8: want to make sure we're not forgetting all
4: those old guys. Oh no, no. no. You, well, I mean. I,
8: I,
7: I know it's e- I know it's easy to do. So. Well, part
4: of it, too, though, is the game was so different back then. I mean, single Correct. platoon football. It was and just, it was
7: all white. Well, yeah. So,
8: <laughs> so then you, other than you in break Iowa. It in, you break it into best of each decade then?
4: Well, then you're talking about a lot of work, and I'm kind of lazy. Yeah, I know.
8: Oh, I know. But yeah, fair but enough. It, no, I admit it. I'm sort of late. I understand, but it's kind of a, kind no. Of you're apple right with Orange too, because like you say, the football is so much different then. so. Well, and I think Willie Fleming,
4: talent-wise, from what I've heard and read about him, was probably as talented as any running back. But he played one year, one year, and he played it. You know, and he didn't have great stats. I mean, he had OK stats. Because somebody asked yeah. me, but you no, know, you're right. You bring up some good points. That's uh, you could do it a lot of different ways because you don't want to. I mean, Duke Slater's got to be on either the defensive line or the offensive line. He blocked with no helmet.
9: <laughs> yep, so,
4: yeah. <laughs> he didn't wear a helmet. All right, that's
8: fine. That's all I wanted to Oh, bring. no, I appreciate yeah, your feedback.
4: Thanks. Yep. Duke Slater and Calvin <laughs> Jones. And, I mean, what about Fred Becker? I mean, maybe I'm partial because he got killed defending the country, but he was Iowa's first All-American. Yeah. And he played – he was an end. I mean, it. I part of me wants to put him on that list just because I've always been fascinated by his story. I mean, think about it.
2: People have played with no
4: helmets. <laughs> Well, they were wearing. He just didn't wear one. There's that famous picture of him leading the leading the well, running back through did the line. Why let him not wear? I, you know, I, I mean, I've read about it. but He just chose not to. He didn't wear. You knew that, didn't you? Oh huh? yeah, yeah. There's pictures of him pictures. blocking without a helmet on. His body, his choice. And he turned out to be a, a uh, judge in yeah. Chicago. Hello. Here come the judge.
6: Good morning, fellas. Hey, hey Terry. 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 Hey, stepping away from football for a minute, what are your guys' expectations that uh, Garza's going to get picked up by another NBA team?
4: Well, that's a good question. Oh, I'm guessing he's going to get at least another pickup tryout, what have you. We'll see. It's got to be with Luca. It's going to have to be the right fit. It's going to have to be the right fit. I just think his lack of foot speed is really hurting him. So we'll see. I hope it works out for him because I'll tell you, the NBA needs people like Luca Garza in the league as far as just people. I hope that his skills are good right. enough. Plus, I don't know enough about the NBA how it works, but I think he'll get a chance. But to me, Luca might be the kind of guy too. If things aren't, if he's kind of sputtering around here, I could see him saying, "Dad, let's go over see. Let's. I've got this two million dollar contract waiting over in Europe. You know, it's I could sister, see that. Yeah. I could yeah. see that too."
6: So he does have a he does have a European contract. No, I'm just no, saying no. that as a
4: figure. I mean, I'm just saying that he could though if he wanted to. He could definitely play okay. over in Europe.
6: Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, what a tough spot to be in. The draft just gets over with, and uh, a week later, you get,
4: that's you
6: know, discharged that's from your the team. NBA. Wow, it's a play.
4: cutthroat business, man. It's tough. He wasn't the only one. They got rid of two other guys, um, including the former Carson Edwards, the Purdue guard. I saw that. He yeah. was, the, and then Frank Jackson, a guard from Dubu- from Duke. They all three were released. They didn't pick up their options. From
6: all of those were from Detroit.
4: Yep. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. every team's doing it. I mean, this is just the time of year when this rosters are very fluid.
6: Wow. All right. Thanks, guys. Keep up the good work. Thanks, yep. Harry. Thanks.
4: That's another one of those See things where if you're going to rank the top 10 Iowa basketball players of all time, Luca Garza is going to be near the top and ahead of guys who are way better than him in the NBA. That's True. just, a, Absolutely. That's, just how, that's just kind of yeah. how it is. Yeah. I mean, you could argue, was Mark Vlasic a better NFL quarterback than Chuck Long? Yeah. Don't but, you think? Yeah, but I wouldn't rank Mark Vlasic. If I had Chuck Long at Iowa, wouldn't even Mark no, Vlasic probably wouldn't make him my, out. He made he wouldn't even make my top ten. I don't think he only started one year and threw for like fifteen hundred yards. But he was the he ended up having a really good. But he had for. a good year. You got to be able to separate the two, and I know it's hard with Kittle because he's doing this tight end. You and he's so dynamic, and there's so much exposure now with social media and what have you. But like I said, you got to be able to separate, and that's part of the Kittle mystique is the fact that he was kind of ordinary at iowa and injury prone and yet he overcame all that and now he's arguably the top tight end in the league one of the top two or three
3: well he's got the the best contract i think doesn't he
9: or one of the
4: top i mean well he and travis kelsey neither one i think would have trouble buying the other dinner let's put it that way yeah hello
9: hello i I throw adrian claiborne in the mix. oh
4: yeah because that's all American. oh no question he'd definitely be one of the top 10 i
9: that bowl game, he was tossing linemen around like they were dolls. Yeah. I just remember the, the announcers being quiet for a while, and then one of them said, that is a full-grown man playing this game.
4: Three-year starter, consensus All-American. No, he'll definitely for be. For sure. The, def- I mean, and, I, I, and, uh, go
5: ahead.
9: Uh, just a quick note about Duke Slater. Uh-huh. Uh, back in those days, those guys had to buy their, uh, their equipment or pieces of it, and he went to his mom. And uh, said, you know, I need this and that. And she said, well, I can't afford cleats and a helmet, so pick which one you want. And he chose cleats over wow. a helmet.
5: Wow, wow. thanks because for sharing that.
9: That's good information.
4: It's some great information.
9: Yeah, I did, I did a lot of research for an exhibit I did on Iowa football years ago.
4: Okay, interesting. Oh, Thank you. Cool. I appreciate that. I did not know that. You
9: mm-hmm.
3: bet.
4: I didn't either. Learning from our callers. We've been pretty on the. Yeah. So this doesn't feel right. I know. Where's. What's. Well, I'm, this has actually been mature, productive discussion.
2: And it must it's be on, the new uh, and con- it's gone
4: over for, on for thirty 30-
3: board, don't you think? Yeah, did you notice the new board? I did
4: not. <laughs> I did not, but Here it's it gone is. on for over thirty-five minutes too. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. It's like an episode of the Twilight And film. we
3: haven't yeah. talked about the you and I being back on our schedule
4: in ye- ye- what four years? Hey, they play you and I in 20... Did 26. They 2026, and did they also have one for twenty twenty-nine? Yeah. Yes, if Northern you, Illinois. If you can't stand on your leg for one leg, you may not be at that game. <laughs> yeah. Got Seriously.
3: Two Northern Illinois is 26 and 29. I think
4: every Iowa fan right now, before they buy tickets for that game in 20, it needs to stand on one leg and see if they're even going to be around. Don't you, Captain? Yeah, I don't, Tom, I don't get the schedule stuff. I, I put it out there when they release it. But like when you found out they were playing you and I in twenty, did you, did you stop? I don't the,
3: think we should ever play you and I
4: in football. No, I I agree with you, but I do think they should play them in basketball. I do too. I think it's funny the sport they should play them in they <laughs> won't, and the sport they really shouldn't play them in they do. No, and um, I, I'm with you on that one.
3: And uh, Iowa State, as of right now, just scheduled through twenty twenty
4: five. Um, which will change. I I would think so. I mean, uh, 22, 23, 24. So it's still four more years of Iowa State. I mean, I don't think they should drop the series. I know some do, because there's this belief... That if Iowa drops a series, next thing you know, they're going to be doing a home and away with Oregon. That ain't how – that's not going to happen, no. folks. No. Somebody had a funny tweet. Some, I don't know who it was. Somehow it showed up on my timeline. The guy looked like he was maybe late 20s, early 30s. He said, he goes, you know, Iowa's been scheduling the same eight to ten non-conference opponents since I was in fifth grade. <laughs> and they kind of do. <laughs> they kind of do. They do kind of do. it. And I get it, but it's just um, when I've read the news on that stuff. I mean, do you think they should be playing South Dakota State? And they're no. a good team. No, I'm with you. So you don't want them playing FCS?
3: Absolutely not. I don't think it gains anything. It doesn't.
4: I don't think it gives them anything, and it only risks having something absolutely disasters happen. Yes, yes. I mean, when they lost to North Dakota State, that was national news. Had they beat them, nothing. Not even a. We wouldn't have even made that big of a deal about it. You,
3: you should beat them at home. Uh, end of discussion. Yes. You should beat an FCS team. Um, there are a few different teams, but only uh, Florida Atlantic, and that's in 2025,
4: and UMass, of all things. I mean, <laughs> UMass is horrible. Uh, they're terrible. I mean, they're horrible. I mean, I, like I said, but it is what it is. I mean, they're going to play their non Nine Big Ten games, so the schedule's always going to be formidable. I just wish every once in a while they'd have more interesting non-conference opponents coming to Kinnick Stadium besides just Iowa State.
3: Because UMass on November 15th ain't going to be moving the needle, you know? It just isn't.
4: No, and UMass has been terrible. Yeah, they have. They've been, I'm not sure how they are just this moment, but recently they've been one of the worst programs in the country. Yeah, that one does nothing for me.
1: It would have been a great no.
4: basketball game 25 years ago when Calipari was coaching UMass. Yes, it would. But yeah, that one kind of surprised me. I, I'm like, yeah, really. But I never really have much expectations for their non-conference schedule anyway. I just hope they keep Iowa State on it because I just think having two Power Fives in the same state, low pop, is something unique that we need to appreciate more.
3: Well, and and I've said it before. You know, it's it's a special game. It it's just different.
4: And I always won what the last six or seven.
3: Uh, well, how long has, well, Campbell's uh, Campbell five, against, five? I think
4: he's on five. So, yeah, I mean, it's going Iowa's way, um, recently. And I think they're going to win again this year just because it's here. And I just think Iowa's going to have a better team. I mean, maybe Campbell will sh- rise up and really show his coaching prowess because he's faced with a pretty extensive rebuilding job. They lost a ton of players. They did they way did. more than what Iowa lost. So we'll see. I'm more worried about Nebraska than, um, Iowa state. I wish I was wrong, but I got a bad feeling about the Nebraska game. And well, their fans are already on the social media talking crap about how much better. Nebraska fans make it so hard to even consider them as maybe a team that might up. Because they're just insufferable.
3: Well, in their heads, they're still, it's still the 80s.
4: Or the 90s. I'll give yeah. them the 90s. They did win a couple. Yeah, the 90s. I mean, they, I think some Nebraska fans, and yet they're on Twitter. So they know Twitter didn't come out until 2006. By then, Nebraska was already starting to slip into mediocrity.
2: I've had to bounce more people from Nebraska on our on our Facebook page, I think, than any other
4: state. For sports reasons or no. politics?
2: Politics and some of your articles. Oh, I get a lot of grief from Nebraska fans. I but just... I mean, yeah, some of your articles, but mostly politics. And I, I mean, than any other state. They just want to. They're insufferable. They want to fight with anybody from
4: Iowa. That's well, the, the pro- only thing I can figure out. And the out. problem is they use the, like if it gets to be a football debate, it's the same thing. They'll do some GIF showing their five national titles. Uh-huh. It's the same. And that's fine. Yes, it's great. They were great. But their last one was, what, 25 years ago?
3: Sure, and Minnesota yeah. can do the same thing. They won. They, they got to go back a little farther. Minnesota but. was
4: great in the 40s, 50s. Yeah. And, you know? yeah. So I, that argument just doesn't work. No, it does not. It really doesn't. Like, as a Notre Dame fan, Notre Dame fans sometimes beat the same drum. Notre Dame hasn't won a national title since 1988. So, you know, and I'm a huge years. Notre Dame fan. That's a long
3: time ago. 34 years, yeah.
4: That's a long time ago for Notre Dame fans to sit and act like they're Alabama. Yeah, they're honest
2: not. To God, I, I don't know why, but I watched part of a Notre Dame game on TV.
4: Am I rubbing off on you?
2: Uh, I wanted, to, I, it just was on, and I was, what? Well, yeah, you're rubbing off. And,
4: huge Notre Dame I, fans, you guys. Both okay. of you guys are going to be huge.
2: But, you know, the commentators, I, I thought it was only radio. I, it, when we carried those games that one season, it was like if Notre Dame didn't win, God was
4: angry. Were you listening to Paul Burmeister? Because he does the radio for Notre Dame football, I believe.
2: No, I, I wasn't this was him. pre. Yeah, oh, this was, was pre-Burmeister? Yeah. Okay. yeah. And, I mean, they were just...
4: Oh, they're yeah no it they're was, biased homers.
2: It was just ridiculous though, but angry and and then I watched the TV coverage just like last year, and they get pissed off too. I mean, it's just, I mean Notre Dame's a they, good. Pro- it's like I mean, God wants them to win, and when it does, doesn't happen.
4: Well, Notre Dame's a good program. They're a superior program to Iowa. They win ten, eleven games. They're just not Alabama, Clemson, or Ohio State. And, no, and the gap's been pretty. Noticeable when they play those teams, they lose decisively. But they beat teams like Iowa. I mean, Notre Dame. Yeah. Notre Dame's going to give you somewhere between ten and twelve wins at least under Brian Kelly. We'll see what happens. This new guy is recruiting lights out. Marcus Freeman, his recruiting. I was told. I think someone said they may have the number one one, twenty-three and twenty-four classes going wow. right now. I mean, they are recruiting lights out right now for. It'd Notre be fun Dame. to play Notre Dame. I, I, think, I think it'd, it'd be, be great. great. I think it would be great. It would be, and I would cheer for. I would more than likely cheer for Iowa. Deep down in my heart. Because I don't know these. I, I mean, I don't know any of these Notre Dame guys. No. I mean, my dad played at Notre Dame seventy years ago. You know, <laughs> I would cheer for Iowa. If the, once that ball's up in the air, and you yeah. say, "Okay, who you who you're going to be loyal to?" I mean, I would I would more than likely want Iowa to win, not because it would help me, just because I know those guys. I'm around them. I know Kirk. I don't know Marcus Freeman. I mean, he, I, I always, and I couldn't stand Brian Kelly.
2: I always wondered about my dad's loyalty to the Hawkeyes because he didn't. He went to Michigan. He played basketball in Michigan. I mean, I don't know why he lit on the Hawkeyes.
4: Well, he could have cared. Because he lived, he in, he lived right Michigan. nearby. He lived in Illinois. I know, but he lived closer I know he to Iowa live. City than and he did Champaign.
2: And he hated Illinois. But he lives a
4: lot yeah. closer to Iowa City than Champaign. Yeah,
2: but why wouldn't you, at least if you went to school, I mean, have... Be a Michigan fan? Well, did he or hate you know, Michigan? Fair enough. He never really
4: brought it up. Well, maybe he just was – I mean, Bobby Knight went to Ohio State.
2: He'd give Mike uh, Mike Wallace uh, – they went to school together. And Mike Wallace, I remember him calling him a couple times after games that Michigan had. And, and Mike Wallace was a big Michigan fan. And – my dad always give him crap my guess is
4: you settled in Kalamazoo or something he probably wouldn't have become as big an Iowa fan I think a lot of it had to do with geography I guess but that's just agreed my, just my guess I mean it's Quad Cities is 50 miles from campus
2: I worked in Waterloo and I didn't find out till my dad died and we read some letters that he worked in Waterloo he never brought it up to me
3: isn't that a little odd do you work with Gacy huh Did you ever work yeah. with Gacy 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 was one of my sponsors <laughs>
2: Seriously. KXCL. His KFC? K- yes. KXL. He was out at the station. <laughs>
4: you think they served just chicken when he was there?
2: <laughs> I don't know.
3: Too soon. <laughs> the 45
2: guy. years later. <laughs> I the God, He was out there cutting commercials. So did he KFC. own the KFC
4: or just manage it?
2: Uh, I thought he owned... part. I'm not sure, but I thought he owned. Did part he ever of
4: kill it, anyone right? there?
2: Not that I don't
4: was... think so. He had no crawl space no. there.
2: No, they, yeah, there were crawl spaces at KXCL.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but um. <laughs> Okay, now we're starting to drift a little that bit. That was my See, fault. 45 <laughs> minutes, we were going solid. And that was my fault. But, I mean, we've already we've already gone 45 minutes. Yeah. It went fast. we yeah. had some good calls. That Duke Slater story is interesting. That was and, great. And kind of sad. It, it, it is. When you think about it. When you think about how poor some people were and what they had to overcome yeah. to get where they did in life. That's why well, Duke Slater has got the field named after him, and deservedly so.
3: And look at the... Uh, how the budgets of these schools have changed since then. Yeah.
6: Hello? Wow. Uh, When Gacy came in to pay his ad bill, did he ever complain that it cost him an arm and a leg?
3: (laughs) No, 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 boys. He was a nice guy.
4: (laughs) So uh, uh, you're done defending OJ, now it's Gacy? (laughs) Let me guess. He was framed.
3: (laughs) He was a a community leader. (laughs) He was. Sadly. Oh no, he was, no, he the, was. the chamber.
2: <laughs>
4: Didn't he have a photo with Rosalind Carter?
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah,
4: yeah. The problem is, he was a pedophile murderer. Well, yes,
2: it is a problem. But he, but he paid his bill. <laughs> Hello.
8: So I think if I, I think I just watched a thing on Gacy. I'm pretty sure his wife's dad was the owner, but go. he ran it. Okay. So yes, that I think okay. that's yeah. absolutely yeah. Yep. right. Thank you, right. Right. you for clearing and that up. Then, and then, of course, for the the great segue, well, I'll go back to Notre Dame. My wife's actually from South Bend, and the campus and surrounding is amazing. Oh, it's so beautiful. I can see how people fall in love with it. But the town itself, South um, Bend, not not so great. Exactly. Right.
4: The campus is absolutely beautiful. It is it's small. They, I don't think they even have five thousand students. But the town itself is. I mean, it's nothing to. Right home about that's what's amazing that notre dame can recruit the way they do to south bend indiana but once you get into that little cocoon you kind of forget you're in south bend indiana and the campus is beautiful
3: Uh, well no absolutely agree with that man it was beautiful my one time in south bend when our band was there the uh so weekend where they played michigan Mm -hmm. they had a huge huge cocktail party on the grounds when we could look out at this just massive cocktail party. Ended up in
4: being a fist fight. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Did you start your show? Notre Dame
7: sucks. Yeah, should have had I kept a sh- Should
4: have had a Hawkeye shirt on I just taunted the the whole show just taunted the Notre Dame fans. I think that would have been good. Well,
3: that would have been fun. <laughs> Well, no, but I would
4: love to see Iowa play Notre Dame I at, Soldier, too. at Soldier Field. That'd be great. Wouldn't that be great?
3: Yep. Because I went to both of the Northern <laughs> Illinois games there.
4: And the one was hotter than oh, that. Man. It was so hot. And I was in air conditioning. I remember my nephew was sitting in the – about six rows below me outside, and he got sick. He got a headache. It was so freaking hot for one. The game they won, the game they won with Damon Bullock. Uh-huh, Damon the, Bullock that's yep. the one where it was just so hot. They barely won that game, and that team ended up going four and eight. That was a harbinger. That was a, a a warning that this Iowa team wasn't very good.
3: And I, we had terrible seats for that, but it was like watching an electric football game. Where nothing ever happened. Yeah, yeah it was. Boring. Until Damon Bullock yeah. broke the. He
4: had hundred. He was he won the game. He had one hundred and fifty yeah. rushing yards. God rest his soul. He's dead. Why the
2: hell did we get those? Why were we enthralled with those electric
5: football games? <laughs> I don't know. The ones <laughs> where they
4: never went the way you wanted them to go? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. You, you put the little t- it. it just vibrated. Vibrated, and yeah. you have <laughs> your guy would be running down, and then all of a sudden he'd turn and start running the other way. <laughs> or Tippo. I had that. Did you ever have the ping pong basketball game? <laughs> Yes. You had the ping-pong ball, and it would roll into a hole. Yes, and you to, yes. I had one of those, too. I didn't have that. Yeah. Either. The I can't remember what it was, but man.
3: Well, the worst thing about electric football is if you had it up too high, you'd you know, spend yeah. 10 minutes organizing the offense and the defense, turn it on, and, yeah. and, They'd and all it'd scatter. all fall down.
4: They'd all scatter. <laughs> anyway. now, I forgot all about that game. They, those <laughs> game. they had to have sold a ton of those. Oh, yeah. Like oh, everybody yeah. I know I don't work, know anybody that who didn't own one. have them. And back I mean, then, that was technology. Yeah. That was like, wow,
2: yeah. look at this. All think about that. Was a vibrator?
4: They did vibrate, yeah. and yeah. they just would never go the right way. Well,
3: and the yeah. the passer was just ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Do you remember yeah. the, they had a little yeah. felt football. Yeah, a little yes. tiny
4: little felt. You couldn't you couldn't pass? <laughs> no, not at all. I can't. Remember. Were all the players white? I can't remember. Were they? Yes. I think they probably. Yeah, they me.
2: didn't have. Uh, they didn't
5: have Well,
3: microphone. weren't weren't they red and white? Yeah. The red team and the white team. Yeah, but were I the thought, actual? I thought they were. I thought it was red and white. Blue I, and
2: white.
4: But I'm Blue talking about red like red the red arms and stuff. Were they white yeah. player? I, can't, I think they were all white, weren't yeah. they? And this would have been like in the 60s and 70s. Yeah. When the league was just starting to expand. But yeah, no, I, um, I had that game, but it just, it was frustrating. It just never worked. No, it just no. never worked the way that they promoted it. No, it was, no. It, it, it was didn't. really kind of <laughs> misleading. False average. It just never worked but the way it they said. It
2: was frustrating.
4: Well, it just didn't work. Yeah,
3: well, guess. occasionally you would set up a play, and it would work. That would work just exactly like, how you it's said. It's
4: like the it Iowa out. offense today. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, it wasn't that bad.
5: <laughs> oh, but I mean, oh, you know, you'd
3: set up the blocking <laughs> scheme, and it would work perfectly. Yeah. Part in the middle, the running back would sprint through the middle for a touchdown. But it seems,
4: like, well, it seems like whenever I had that, the running back would sprint through the middle, and then all of a sudden before going in, you know, he'd take a sharp right and then run to the side. Well, yeah. yes, they did that too. It's like Forrest Gump. Yeah, <laughs> <had> run, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, that was on last night.
2: Oh, it's on every day. It is on
4: every single day. I'm starting to see a lot of boys in the hood too. That's been playing a lot. I'm sure you guys watch that. That movie's 31 years old. Boys in the, Boys hood, in the hood 1991.
2: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they are old men in the hood now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
4: tell you what. what what's his name? Um, Cube? Yeah, Ice Cube. Ice Cube. He's really talented. Yes, yeah. he is. He, yeah. I mean, he was great in that movie. Yeah. He was like, what, in his early 20s? Yeah. He's really talented. Yeah. He's a great actor.
2: So is Ice-T. Yeah, I saw him in this are.
4: stupid comedy where he and this little white nerdy science teacher were going to fight afterwards in the parking lot. Did you ever see this movie? It was hilarious. I can't remember the name of the movie, but they both taught on the same stage. And Ice Cube was kind of the mean teacher. And the whole movie was building up to their big fight out in the parking lot. It's called Fist Fight. Oh, it's called... You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, Fist Fight with Charlie Day. It was funny. It was so stupid. It was funny. I can yeah, say I, that. I really enjoyed
0: it. It's uh, Charlie Day from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Okay. Uh, and the red-headed, uh, big-breasted chick from... Um, what was that show? The the one set in like the 60s ad world or whatever?
4: Oh, um, I know. Mad don't, Men, yeah. The Mad, girl from Mad Men is in Mad it. Mad Men. Christina
0: yeah, Christina Hendricks. But wasn't it funny? Yeah, I liked it. It was. It was
4: just, it was so stupid. stupid. But it was funny. funny. And Ice Cube can do, he can do comedy. He can do yeah. whatever. Yeah. You no, know, he's the one who founded that three-on-three. I'm not a big fan of it, but uh, they're playing it on national. T- you know, the three-on-three <laughs> former NBA players. I tried to watch some. Have you ever watched it? Uh-uh. It just doesn't work for me, but... Somebody's watching it because it's on primetime television. It's guys,
0: I've heard of. I mean, it's like ex-NBA players. Yeah, it's that mostly
4: ex-NBA players. Yes, guys in their thirties and forties still making a little bit of money playing basketball and getting good exposure. And he's the one who founded the founded the league and what have you. So, but but yeah, I just when I saw the, the credits for Boys in the Hood the other, I'm like nineteen nine. It came out the year I moved up here. It just didn't seem like it's been that long.
3: And that was the year our band broke up. Nineteen ninety one. Uh huh. Played our last gig. Yeah. So is John
4: Singleton still doing movies? Cause he was on, he was on a roll there for a while. I mean, he did Boys in the Hood, but I haven't heard anything from him in a while. A lot of people just get tired. I mean,
2: well, it's they, tough. They yeah. make yeah, they make enough money and they just get tired. Well, I'm
4: sure he probably wasn't. Boys on the Hood pretty well wasn't it a pretty yes. popular movie. Yeah, very sad. I mean, it was a really sad movie. Yeah, I mean, it really was. I mean, just kind of showing how rough.
2: But a lot of serious, a lot of rappers are great actors. Oh, you're right. And I mean, you got some like I, Fitty ice Sense. Fitty Sense is what about Ice mentality. Fitty. 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 He threw a Fitty. I, ice uh, ice T is uh, great. He really is.
4: So, well, LL Cool J's uh, really. Yeah, he's another one. No, you're right. Yeah. He's yeah, really no, they different. they they really are. A lot of them are. Yeah, a lot of them are really good, and a lot of them are really good business. I mean, look at um, what's is he? What's he now? Diddy, Puff, Diddy. He's Diddy now, Puff diddy. Daddy. Remember when he was Puff Daddy? Yeah. Then wasn't he just Puffy? Puffy. Puffy. Yeah. And then when he he was originally Sean P- Combs. P yeah. Diddy, of course. Yeah. Yeah. P- is that what he goes by now? Diddy. Oh, now he's just Diddy. I eventually think he's, he's just going to be Did, and then eventually just D. <laughs> You're going to be down to just a D. Done. <laughs> All right, I, I need to refresh. Yeah. We take a well, yeah, let's, let's take, take a call. Look. Let's should we okay. take? Okay. We'll Hello. Call.
9: Yeah, John Singleton died in 2019. He did.
4: Wow. Yeah, I was not aware I mean, of that.
9: I, I remember it because it hit everybody pretty hard. That you know, like Spike Lee and, and okay. folks like that, because mm-hmm. he I was did. pretty much he was pretty much the you know, the guiding light in sure. African American film. What did
4: he die of? Do you know?
9: Uh, I do not know. I know it was sudden. And I don't know if he had a brain aneurysm or something like that, but I know it was totally unexpected. He didn't have any long-term health problems or anything that we know of. Sure, sure.
4: Uh, He had to have probably been in his 50s. Wow, that's sad. Thank you. Yeah. yeah.
2: He was 51. Wow. Uh, I apologize for not
4: knowing that. Let's see.
2: 51? Uh, He suffered a stroke uh, on April 17, 2019, was placed under intensive care. He began to experience weakness in his legs wow. uh, after returning to the U.S. from a trip to Costa Rica. Uh, then on April 25th, he was in a coma. Uh, he was uh, removed from life support on April 28th. Man, that's
3: Yikes. sad.
4: I did Yikes. not know that. No. Well, rest in peace.
3: Well, yeah. should we
4: take a little break, boys? On warrior? that somber dote, do we take a break? Yeah. I yeah. think we do. All right. One
3: 800, 800 rolls. 1-800-800-ROSE, your FTD florist, is the only number you need to know to send flowers anywhere in the country or Canada from anywhere in the country. 1-800-800-ROSE. It's so easy. Just remember one number. 1-800-800-ROSE, your FTD florist.
5: 1-800-800-ROSE.
8: Remember for a gift that your loved one will treasure for a lifetime. Find it at our family-owned jewelry store in Iowa City, Hertine and Stocker Jewelers.
6: We can show you diamond engagement rings, colored stones, fashion jewelry and watches.
8: Our jewelers are on site so we can design jewelry for that special person in your life.
3: We are Hertine and Stocker, serving Iowa City
7: and the surrounding area for 3 generations.
8: Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, downtown Iowa City and hertineandstockerjewelers.com. As for Willa, Terry, Tim or Kate, one of us is always there.
3: Over the years, car keys have gotten extremely complex. Mike's locking e-keys for cars
0: Downtown Iowa City's best new restaurant and bar is Players' Sports Bar and Grill. From Big Burger Mondays, Tex-Mex Tacos, and a variety of soups, salads, and vegetarian options as well. Players' Sports Bar and Grill also features their famous Chicago Dog and the Iowa Dog, an all-beef bacon-wrapped hot dog smothered in corn relish, bacon, and ranch. Located at 219 Iowa Avenue, Players' Sports Bar and Grill has both socially distanced dine-in and carry-out through CHOMP Delivery. Daily deals and full menu options are on the website, playersic.com, or place an order at 319-800-2199. That's 319-800-2199. Players Sports Bar & Grill, great food, craft cocktails, and the ultimate place to
1: watch your favorite sporting events. Hi, this is Patrick Eads, owner of Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln of Iowa City. At some point your vehicle is going to need maintenance or service work done, and Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln Iowa City is the place to go. Here's why. Here the people make the difference. Fixing cars is what we do, but it's the people here that make the difference. Great people who live right here in the community who are really good at fixing vehicles. The longevity of our staff cannot be compared. More than half of the employees at Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln have been here for over a decade. Our mechanics have more than 150 years of combined experience. Service advisors having over 90 years of combined experience. We not only service Ford and Lincolns, but all brands. Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln is proud to offer the most competitive pricing in the area. We work hard to keep the labor costs down at a time when everything else is going up. If you haven't had a chance to see why our people make a difference, give us a try the next time you need work done. At Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln on the corner of Mormon Truck Boulevard and Highway 1 Iowa City, DearyFord.com,
7: Visit sales at Suples.net or call 337-2246. Car won't go into gear? Call Premier. Premier Automotive in North Liberty offers full service mechanical auto repair, in addition to being Eastern Iowa's most trusted name in auto body repair. Use Premier for all your auto repair needs. Brakes, oil changes, air conditioning, diagnostics, transmissions, or preventative maintenance. Whether you hit a deer or your car won't go into gear. See Premier Automotive in North Liberty.
2: Don't let just anyone take care of your smile. At Diamond Dental, you can expect compassion, expertise, and a personalized care plan to protect your teeth for life. With more than 30 years of combined experience, Dr. Forbes and his staff are prepared to tackle even your toughest dental problems, leaving your smile healthy and sparkling. Dr. Forbes is a proud sponsor of the Hawkeye Wrestling Club and the Inner Circle. Let the Diamond Dental Team provide superior care
0: for your entire family. Hawkeye fans, you love watching the black and gold. You know Hawkeye black and gold. As a Hawkeye fan, there are no better colors than the Hawkeye black and gold. Hi, I'm Steve Anderson. When you're buying, selling, or refinancing your property, consider the Green and White Team Hawkeye Title and Settlement. Give us a call at 351-8600. Hawkeye Title & Settlement, the team you love, the people you trust. Henry's Painting in Coralville is your premier painting source that offers free estimates, fair pricing, and quality work. Owner Henry Herrera is an Iowa City West alum who uses only Sherwin-Williams products for his projects. With warmer weather upon us, it's time to consider exterior repaint jobs for your home or business. Henry's Painting can help you find and change your tones and colors for a fresh look. For more information, go to the Henry's Painting and Contracting website, henryspaintingcontract.com. You can also go to their Facebook page or give Henry's Painting a call at 319-333-9796. That's 319-333-9796. Henry's painting, they don't cut corners, they paint
7: them. Get ready for a pizza experience like no other. Elbow Brothers Pizzeria features high quality ingredients combined with traditional pizza technique from their New York-style thin-crust, Chicago-style deep-dish to stuffed pizza when you want it. Falbo's pizzas are handmade and cooked in stone-deck ovens. Check out the carry-out special, either a two-topping extra-large thin-crust or single-topping large deep-dish pizza pie for only $11.99. Falbo, South Gilbert and Iowa City, Park Road in Corville. Check Facebook for specials, and get 15% off your first delivery or carryout order by signing up online at falbobrotherspizza.com. Falbo Brothers Pizza, buy the pie or buy the slice. Our Oxyoke family is ready to serve you with the same quality of food and customer service you've come to trust for over 80 years. The and Inamana is now serving breakfast, family style, and off menu Saturday and Sunday, with lunch, dinner, and banquets daily. You can order curbside carryout online at oxyokin.com and take the comforting taste of the Oxyoke home. The
5: Oxyokin.
7: From the Hurtine and Stalker Studios in the heart of the Hawkeye Nation, this is the mighty 1630 KCJJ Iowa City.
5: Hurtine and Stalker, Jewelers, making memories make.
2: It is going to be sunny, warm, and just a little humid today. We'll get to around 91 for a high. The wind east to be coming south at 5 to 15. Tonight, clear 68. Tomorrow, mostly sunny. Not quite as humid tomorrow with a high of 92. And then as we head into tomorrow night and
0: Friday, a few scattered thunderstorms possible. We'll get to 85 Friday. Saturday, scattered thunderstorms with a high of 87. We'll get back to the 90s by the 4th of July. I'm meteorologist Sean
2: Cable on the mighty 1630. KCJJ, current temp now 74.
7: KCJJ Weather brought to you by Plum Supply.
0: Plum Supply kitchens and baths. Your home never looks so beautiful.
2: One of Eastern Iowa's most beloved radio sports talk shows.
3: Is it? That's.
4: Is yes. it really? Oh yeah. I would we'll, say. Let's just say a, it who, is. Who
3: does Yeah. Let's just say it is. Well, who doesn't
2: love this? Who needs top facts?
3: hundy yeah. Who
2: needs facts? Yeah. Yeah, really, who does that? Facts are overrated.
3: <laughs> well, we do know the 11 non-conference games for the men's basketball team.
5: Let's go through them. Break it
3: down. Bethune-Cookman, North Carolina A&T at Seton Hall. Now, that will be an interesting one in the Gavit games. Yeah, and
4: they have a new head coach. Yeah, the head from St. Peter's. Yeah. He's their new head coach. Uh,
3: and Omaha, Clemson. TCU or California, uh, Carver-Hawkeye Arena, Georgia Tech, Iowa State, Duke at Madison Square Gardens, <laughs> and then the powerhouse Southeast Missouri, followed by another powerhouse Eastern Illinois. So pretty good slate, though, really. Well, yeah, they
4: only have what I would say three of the games. Where, remember last year, the first six were those? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's a better non-conference schedule than last year. It, it, it Much. There's going to be, but... Of these some of these Iowa fans were talking about Clemson being a Clemson's not a they're an okay program they've made the turn but they're hardly a powerhouse no they're not and Seton Hall is going to be good and of course Duke will be good so yeah there's some good games there and they get Iowa State back here which helps I mm-hmm. think I think they're, they're going to beat Iowa State this year I think being in Carver will make a big difference I, I hope so just like if they were in Ames I would probably pick Iowa State to. To win an names remember last year that was maybe Iowa's worst game of the season. God, we were just they were awful. terrible. Yeah, but they they regrouped and found a way to get better and what have you. So,
3: and their women just smashed us too. We yeah. just were not did not play well.
4: Yeah. So, um, so yeah, we got that schedule down, and um, the Duke game will be an interesting test. Duke's going to have a new coach, John Shire, and it'll be interesting to see how he handles kind of that the pressure of replacing. Mm-hmm. Arguably the greatest college basketball coach of all time, outside of maybe John Wooden. You could make a case for Uh Coach K. I'd put him over Bobby Knight. Oh, for sure. I think John Wooden still is the standard, I believe, just because, but I think the competition now is much tougher than it was back when he, I mean, he won some NCAA tournaments back when you only got like 32 teams in the Mm -hmm. field. It was a lot easier to win it, but he still, they were dominant. So yeah, we've got that schedule, and yeah. I don't know what to make of next year's basketball team. I'm kind of like the same way I was about last year's basketball team this time of year. I remember saying here, well, if they could get to the tournament, that would be a great accomplishment. I see them more as an NIT team. I'm saying the same thing about next year's team, but would not be surprised if they made the tournament. Mm-mm, no. That no? seems to be the standard that Fran has set now.
3: Well, our front line... Um Chris coming back obviously helps, but uh, PMAC will be another year older. And they need
4: one of the centers to emerge. And we need, yes, we do. One of those guys has to at least give them something consistently on a night by night, nightly basis. And when I say consistently, six to, six to eight points, five or six free, they need to get something out of that position. You can't just have two 6'10, six, 6'11 six, guys sitting on the bench. No. They got to play, and then that will allow Rabracha to play some at power forward, and that gives Fran so much more flexibility.
3: Yeah, I mean, a lot of things have to happen for this team to be anywhere near as good as last Just year's Just like last year, And what yeah.
4: happened was Keegan Murray became a superstar. That's right. I don't know if we're going to have another first-team All-American. My guess is the string of first-team All-Americans and, ends this year. But if let's say somebody was – let's say Bonnie Reynolds comes in and says somebody's going to make first-team All-American on the team next year. Would you say it was Ke- Chris or Patrick McCaffrey? Chris. I would say Chris, too, probably. Yeah. But my guess is that probably it's easier to pick the field and that type. It's been pretty extraordinary what Luca and Keegan were able to do the last three years making first-team All-American. I never thought I would see that at Iowa. No. I Uh-oh. just never thought I would see no. anything like that. But we've had a lot of stuff like that over the last 10 to 15 years, individual stuff that I never thought I would see. And that's – I mean
3: – Well, look, I mean, look at Megan Gustafson. She was all world. Look
4: at – going in any sport, look at Tyler Linderbaum. Yeah. I mean, I mean Spencer look at Tristan Lee. Wirth. Spen- I mean, well, Spencer Lee's was a little different in that he was the number one recruit in the nation. You knew what you were getting with him. Tyler Linderbaum was a three-star defensive tackle who picked Iowa over Iowa State, and he leaves here as arguably the greatest center mm-hmm. in the history of Iowa football, and he does it in four years. I mean, that's extraordinary, but we've seen a lot of that in recent years, it seems like. There's just been a lot of individual star power.
3: Well, I-, I never thought we would see somebody on the women's team to do what uh, Megan did. No,
4: I never thought um, she would get to be that level. No, she's another one of those where um, much better in college than in the pros. I mean, she's a role player in the pros who's hanging on to rosters.
3: Hanging on by her toenails.
4: But in, at Iowa, she's, I think you would, I think right now I would say she's the greatest player in program history. And that's saying a lot when you figure Michelle Edwards, Tangela Smith... What's her name? Cindy Hodgigoglordigla? How do you pronounce it? I don't know. I don't know. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Spell her last name. Sure. Cindy name. Cindy Hodgigoglordigla.
3: Hodgigoglordigla. I think it's Cindy
4: Hodgigoglordigla. Sounds like the Swedish. Her name's kind of like Janis's last name.
3: I think, do you think Caitlin is going to be the all-time best before she's done?
4: She's on course to do that. Um yeah, I would think she's – because she's had much better freshman and sophomore years than Megan had. Yeah, yeah, much. Megan exploded her junior and senior. My guess is Caitlin's going to keep doing more of the same. I, I don't think she's going to go from averaging 27 to 30. She's no. going to be doing more of the same. It'll just be duplicating what she's doing. I'm, obviously, she can get better in some areas. But, yes, I mean, Caitlin is clearly on course to be the greatest women's player ever. Yeah, I, but a, Michelle easy. Edwards was really good. Michelle Edwards would have been really good in the WNBA – And a lot of it depends on what your version of great is. I mean, Mm -hmm. um, do you think Caitlin's going to be a superstar in the WNBA?
3: Good question. Um, (laughs) Her game fits much better than Megan's does. Oh, without
4: question. My only concern is when she plays against like the Maryland's. Sometimes she has struggled.
3: You put a a taller athlete on her, and and sometimes she struggles. She struggles. Well, the point
4: guard, the guard from. was her name Burton, the girl from Northwestern? She yeah. did a good job of defending yes, her, she too. she did. So, no, it's going to be interesting. But, yes, I think Caitlyn is well on her way to surpassing Megan as – I mean, I used to think Michelle Edwards was kind of the standard and Tangela Smith and Megan came along. But, no, I obviously I think Caitlyn's on her way.
2: Yeah, this guy wanted to fight with me about when we looked up her net worth the other day. Caitlyn's? Yeah. I want to say
4: she's worth more or less.
2: Uh, more. He, she could buy and sell you in your crappy station. <laughs>
4: What the? Hell? Okay.
2: Well, give us a call, Caitlin. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, just wanted to fight.
4: <laughs> well, that's just how some people are. I mean, they just, they just, they, it's just the, and that's just the nature, though, of social media. It's confrontational, and I think a lot of people enjoy doing. I think they enjoy yeah. fighting.
2: Well, this was on. Facebook, well, messages. same thing. I mean, so, it's just I mean, social media. And I didn't, I didn't fight back with them. You can accept it or not accept <laughs> it, but you can read it. I just think of the
4: old days. The only way you could communicate, like with media, is if you wrote a letter to the editor or saw him in person. I mean, yeah. there's now you can yeah. just tweet and Facebook and Instagram and yeah. what else is there?
3: Well, it ain't better. <laughs> no, no. <laughs>
2: no, But I mean, you know, I mean, he, I he thought about it all day because this came like at ten o'clock at night. So the guy thought so maybe he was he pissed li- off all day? <laughs> yeah, evidently, because he,
4: he said it. Well, maybe it at he 10 didn't listen until. Maybe he listened like after he got off work it's or something. It's possible. I mean, it is a in a podcast form. And hey, yeah. if she's worth $7 million, I have more power to her. Yeah, I don't care how I don't much she's how much worth. worth. I, I, I mean, whatever she I just gets said I found great. it hard to believe. Does that make me a hater, evil? Uh, I, I mean, it's just my opinion. And I, but I hope she is worth that.
5: But
3: yeah, but who knows? You yeah. know, I mean, Caitlin probably
2: and knows. really?
4: Who cares? Yeah, yeah. Let's well, no. Get right down to it. Do you uh, care how much good. money Caitlin Clark's no. worth? No, no, no. I, don't I don't
3: think about it. I never thought about
2: it. I
4: love watching I, her
3: play basketball. Yeah, she clearly she's, loves what she does, and
4: she's no, great at
2: it.
3: I love her. I yeah, do. Too. She's just great.
4: Do you care but, how much LeBron's worth playing uh, basketball? Huh? Look him up. Who? Let's let's see where LeBron is now. Someone God. said he may have surpassed one billion. I
3: think he's but he's uh, one. I'll say one point two billion <laughs> playing basketball.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, he's done a lot more than play he, basketball. Yeah, that
4: guy's been great. I know. Oh, I'm gonna, guy, I know. I'm going to piss some people off because he is hated by a certain faction of this yeah, country. Yeah, he sure is. Yeah. And they'll right away. Oh, he's in line with China. Blah blah blah. I'm not. God, getting that that the bad. guy is opening he's been up, building
2: schools, he's opening up schools
4: and clinics. He's a and, great father. I yeah. mean, he represents. He everything.
2: He is worth one billion dollars. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> he's a 37 year old basketball player. Yeah. I mean, seriously, I mean, well, he's the, one of the guys I mean, that has lived up to enormous hype. Yes, Remember, he, is. he was on the cover of Sports Illustrated as a high school senior, and they called him the chosen one. Think about that for pressure. And then he's got sports people like Skip Bayless, who are just every day they wake up looking for ways to attack and tear him down. And he,
3: What do you think uh, Jordan's worth?
4: Michael Jordan, I'm going to say 2500000000 2. billion.
3: I'll say uh, $1.35
2: 1.7
4: billion. You're a little closer. Yeah, I'm a hater. You're a little closer. Yeah. I was a little, I figured he'd be worth over two. Um, let's see, look up. Um, Scotty Pippen. Well, I'd it's be. 300. Sticking, 300 million? Yeah, I'm no. going to say 150. 20 million. Wow. wow. Didn't he have a daughter that went to Iowa? Yes. Yeah. Did she get in trouble one time? That's right, that's what I, yeah, I, nothing serious, but I do, I do remember that. Shaquille's worth $400 million. That's I all? Fig- I figured he'd be worth more. Yeah. How about, um, I'm trying to think, um, look up and see what Tom Brady's worth. And then look up his wife. What's her name, Giselle Bunjan. Giselle Bunjan. Bunjen. Okay.
3: I'll bet she's worth more than he is. She was
4: the last time I checked. But I think maybe her work is starting to level off as she gets older. I could be wrong.
2: She is worth twenty. She is worth four hundred million.
4: She's and done a lot of posing, hasn't she? is not she a model? He is worth yes. two hundred and fifty million. She's worth almost twice as much as him. Yeah. <laughs> between <laughs> well, uh, they're doing all right. And between the two of them, they're still not worth what I, LeBron's worth.
3: They would laugh at the cruise. Ann and I just took. It's. Plus. Really? That's a, that's yeah. the best you can do? Yeah.
4: You think they would have taken my offer of Southern uh, with Justin? Southern Justin uh, no. You don't no. think they would have? You imagine so.
2: Do you know the the guy uh, uh James uh that's uh they put in the board. James Kip. Yeah, from yeah. musician promotion. He's Pro coming shop, back yeah. to put on a label too today. No. Uh but anyway, he uh he went to school with uh, with Southern Justin.
3: Were they close?
2: I don't believe they were close. I think he's older than... No,
3: maybe he didn't go to school with them.
2: Then
4: why'd you say it?
2: I think he was a couple years ahead of
3: them. Well, I think they went to the same school. Yeah. But not... But I think he was... Contemporaries Yeah
2: So in
4: other words You're yeah. really not sure I really don't and know There's why. Really I, no reason well, Why you brought it? it up Not at all No there's but, really no reason To bring that up from I like the idea Of Southern <laughs> Justin With Tom Brady And Giselle On a cruise <laughs> And you bring that up
2: <laughs> Well I thought i knew What I was
4: talking about you th- you
2: th- mm. <laughs> But I didn't No <laughs> I mean Did he
4: grow up in Burlington Yes He's been in Burlington All his life Yeah And that guy was obviously Probably from Burlington Yeah So but um.
3: Well they got a branch right. Down there Yeah,
2: yeah.
4: I saw where LeBron took a, um, his vacation to some islands in the Indian, Indian Ocean, Aldi's or Maldives Islands. Maldives, yeah. Yeah, that's where he went on his vacation. Um, would you and Ann ever do something like that? Uh-huh. Maldives, is that the, was that what's next for you?
3: Uh, no, next is going to be uh, Las Vegas in the end of August. I'm going to Mason City.
4: <laughs> I'd rather go to Mason City than Las Vegas. Which I guess well, says something about me. I guess women. you can do that if you want. I don't want to go to either one. No, I, if I go to either. Mason City, I'm to It's not a to...
2: vacation. It's three days. If yeah. I go
4: to Mason City, I go to Clear Lake. I mean, that's.
2: I might. I seriously want to go. I don't know that we're, we're you know, we got the money this year because of the roof. But I want to go. Uh, I want to go to New York. I haven't been in New York.
4: You've so never been to New York City? No. New York City? You got to do. Yeah, you got to check it out just <clears throat> yeah. once. It's. Yeah. I mean, the first time I saw it, I was just amazed flying in at the sky, just the skyline. That no, it's... is just, that's a, And then once you get there, it's, I've been there, I've been to New York probably six or seven times. I've, I haven't been there since 2016. The last time I stayed there was when Iowa played in Nassau. Uh, the, uh... They lost to uh, Villanova in the NCAA tournament yeah. 2016. My niece, luckily, was living in Brooklyn at the time, and I was able to stay with her and save a lot of money. And I remember riding the... I, riding the subway and all that stuff. It was fun for a day, but I would hate to live that
3: way. I would, too. The last time we went there was the Iowa-Rutgers game. Okay. And then we just took, well, I we would took have wanted, t- the train into New uh, I would not want city. to
2: live in New York Oh, no New way.
4: York. I mean, no way. No. I mean, if I was really rich and worked, I'd want to live in one of the suburbs and commute. I would not want to live, like, in a high-rising manner. Uh, That's just not I me.
3: think Molly kind of would like to live in a bigger city. and I. I wouldn't be shocked to see her do that.
4: Yeah, Big, bigger city than Iowa City. Hell, she'd go to Cedar Rapids. <laughs> <I> <laughs> no, but she's—you uh,
3: know—I think that would appeal to her. She she likes that. New York yeah. City.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. My niece, my niece liked it for a while, but now she was she was a doctor, so she could. I mean, she was. Um...
3: I think M- Molly wants to move to a blue state. She's well. Why wouldn't she's she? had it? Yeah, and I, and I don't blame her. You know, I mean. This state, I don't know. Oh, this state's
4: not going to be blue for... I
3: mean, we've got... Okay, five of the seven Iowa Supreme Court people are appointed by Kim Reynolds. The House is uh, red. The Senate is red. The... Governor, obviously, Kim Reynolds is... is Elections
4: probably, have consequences, guys. They do, yeah.
3: and the, the state is just going down the
2: toes. I mean, we
4: could have voted Kim Reynolds out, but she got more votes. And I'm not saying I agree with all of her, but I'm just, it's yeah, that's yeah, the way we it's live in.
2: It. well, it's just like a law, a Lauren Bolger. She won her thing. Well, yeah. You ever been to her district? After, I have. After she made the statement uh, that uh, the government shouldn't uh, be dictating to religion religion should be dictating to the
4: government.
3: Yeah, she's tired of the uh, yeah. the church and state uh,
4: separation. separation. Yeah. Yeah, that's going by the wayside unfortunately. Yeah. I think they t- No, it's all I, left up. I think they should be separated. This is all left up. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, they should be separated. Well, okay, with the abortion thing, now the uh, Jewish uh, anti-defamation league is talking about suing the Supreme Court.
4: I saw that. Now, do I care that that football coach, Neil? No. No, I don't either. I'm not going to sit and do meddle know in other I, people's business. He
2: I said, I don't care. They asked him yesterday on CNN, well, what about if a Muslim? Yeah, he said, go ahead.
4: But there's some people, though, oh, that would go allow go the nuts. football coach, but if the Muslim did it, they'd go no, uh, they'd Exactly. Go, it's just yeah. double standard and hypocrisy. Exactly.
2: Most of those people yes. that support that coach would go mad if a, if a Muslim. Yes, it's yeah. a double standard and yeah. hypocrisy. Yeah, absolutely. But if people
4: want to... You know, people that bless themselves before shooting free throws, if they you think it's it it, up, that's your business. I yep. bless
2: myself every day before
4: I you get on the, turn the on this mic. Yep. Do
3: you bless yourself when you sneeze? <laughs> no. I do not. No, somebody a hunter has
2: to do that.
4: Do you do that, Jim? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> no? But no, I don't have a problem with... I just have... It just seems like we're in this state now where people want to be telling other people what to do. People just don't mind their own business anymore, it seems uh-uh. like. And it seems like now, instead of winning, some people are more concerned or obsessed with, not necessarily winning, but crushing the opposition. And that's just not... It just seems like that's in everything. It's just not There's very, just so much divisiveness. And it's down. not yeah. productive. It seeps into politics. It seeps into sports. I mean, it's just... It's And... I, I, I think social media is a big part of it. I mean, I do too. Oh, some of the some yeah. of the conversations after Keegan Murray got picked by Sa- and you get all these worms just arguing with each other. just I mean, it's what's there to argue about. Well, Keegan I guess Murray. some San Antonio, or Good I guess boy. some Sacramento people maybe didn't want him. Or I don't know. They that. wanted somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, Hello, maybe. You know? Yeah. Good
8: morning. Morning. Good morning i'm gonna I'm gonna save uh I'm gonna save Hardy here and try to get us back on the Hawkeyes a little bit
3: okay knock yourself out um, friend
8: yeah uh, so did and maybe I missed this maybe you did it earlier because I just hooked up recently but um there was an article in the Gazette today. did you happen to see it
4: I have not a,
8: about a federal judge ruling that the University of Iowa has to turn over all of yeah, the we got to Hardy yeah
3: collect.
2: yeah we've got that article has running. to turn over what?
3: All of their All information. Of
4: the, yeah, what are we talking about?
3: The former teammates that have filed. Oh, the, more of the the yes.
4: Vanessa Miller must have done an update. Yeah, I had not seen it yet. You know, we did it this morning. Well, who had so the story? Who wrote the story? I
8: mean, what it sounded like. You to did me your own like story, that, cow? Or
4: you just posted the gazettes.
8: No, I don't. The federal man, judge ruled that they had to give it up because the that report that the football program. Instituted, or the university, or both—I don't know what um, predated the, the lawsuit, so that it, it well, yeah, their statute of
4: limitations, privilege. yeah, yeah. So you well, guys had it before well, the Gazette. Good guy, Good I job. think we
2: had the same time. It was, it was. Yeah, but the Gazette
4: wrote the original story. You got it from the Gazette. Okay. Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah, and Vanessa Miller. Well, I had on, a
2: statement
8: that came on. Vanessa email. Miller's
4: been on top of this story. So, sir, isn't that to do with statute of limitations?
8: No, it has to do with the fact that the, as I understood it. It had to do with the fact that the lawsuit that the players brought was, was brought after the, this, loss, I mean, oh, this oh, law firm's okay. report on the football program.
4: Okay, okay, and I therefore see.
8: Therefore, it couldn't be privileged.
4: Okay, okay, that makes so sense. So
8: there are all kinds of, you know, thousands of pages of stuff that the university was withholding.
2: I got it from uh, Iowa starting line.
4: Who probably got it from the Gazette. Oh, okay. It right. sounds like the Gazette was the one that had it. Yeah. Vanessa Miller's been all over this and she's taken a lot of grief. Uh, there's a lot of Iowa fans that don't want this stuff reported on. No, no I, they just don't. Well
8: of course. I, I get that. I was I was just wondering what you guys said. Oh no, I'm with you. I was.
4: I think it should be reported on and I no, I think I what do you think of that? I mean I agree. I I, I I agree completely. Some people have asked why the players have gone from thirteen to seven. Isn't that statue of limitation, sir? Because you can only if you played at Iowa Far enough back, you've only got a certain amount of time to file a lawsuit. I've been told that the six that dropped out is because they didn't have the statute of limitations anymore. I could be wrong. I, I don't
8: know the answer to that. That may be true.
4: But yeah, no. um I'll, I'll de- dev- definitely double. Ch- I'll check that story out. And I, I'm, oh, I can check it out. No. I'm. If you, you got to go by what the the law is. I yeah, mean,
8: but definitely.
4: So what do you think is going to happen, sir? How do you think this is going? Well, you I think don't, I don't I was
8: going to settle? I mean, I, it, I, I don't know, but I mean, this doesn't seem like this doesn't seem like good news for Iowa. No, I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't think so.
7: Do you think ultimately
4: that Iowa settles?
8: I don't know. I, I can't I imagine would guess. wanting to actually go to trial. Could you?
4: No, I don't think they would want to. But man, they also don't want to settle. They want twenty million. They
3: They're, want to stretch this out as long as they can. The Iowa does, mm-hmm. and then ultimately, I think they will have to settle for something.
2: Here's the I agree. Uh, Maybe story. Maybe they want
8: to stretch it out until they win the Rose Bowl. Do you think that's
4: <laughs> Well, boy, that's a lot of stretching. Now, boy, that's a different... Uh, <laughs> that's a lot of stretching. Get some stretching there. Yeah. Yeah. But no, th- I'll make yeah. sure I check that out when I get out of here. Okay. Thanks. I'll, I'll listen to you guys Okay. Thank you. Thank you. But no, I, I'm i not...
2: This, I think... It says, University of Iowa Athletics must turn over uh, all the materials former players have requested from an independent and external review, including reports on specific coaches. Despite U of I's assertions, the records are subject to attorney-client privilege and should be private.
4: I don't know enough about the law to really know how to feel on this, I but I'm with the caller. This does not well for Iowa, No, arguably. it sure doesn't. I don't think it does. Nope. And Vanessa, I feel bad for her, man. There's people that attack her just for writing about this. I mean, she's just doing her job. She's not a columnist. All she's doing is her job, and she just gets attacked on Twitter because people say, oh, you've got an agenda. You're out to get Kirk. You're... No, she doesn't. But this stuff is news, what's going on. It well, is. Stuff is that's not news just because you don't like what it's saying. That's right. And I, there's a lot of that. I'm looking to see why they dropped out. I would have to think it was the statute of limitations because you only have so long to file these. What types is of the lawsuit.
3: statute of limitations? Is it like seven years? I thought so. I thought, so.
4: Seven I thought years. it was seven years. Yeah, it doesn't say in the article. So, but I believe I've had some lawyer people tell me. That's me, that was one of the. Because I remember talking to some lawyer people and all this stuff broke. And I remember one saying, well, a lot's just going to depend on the statute of limit. And I'm like, what's that? And they're like, you only have so long mm-hmm. to file these civil suits from when the actual act took place to when you're filing. There's a window of opportunity. That, and I think right. for some, that window has been passed. But uh, no, this. And I do think there is this sort of mentality with some Iowa fans that this thing's just kind of going to go away.
3: Well, that's what a lot of them want. And I get that. I get, but it's not going to go
2: away. Well, no, as long as they're – I mean, it's, they've already filed this. Yes. It's not going and away I'm not at, saying Akram until, until, deserve, until it comes they, to uh, And I'm not saying the they conclusion. deserve $20
4: million, and I will say that I do think some of this is a money grab, but I also think you could have some racial stuff that occurred, and now some of those players are trying to use that as a money grab. I, I do think that mm-hmm. is part of it. I, I that, to too. me, doesn't dismiss what happened with the racial stuff, but I, I do think some of this is – I think Akron's pissed that he didn't make the NFL. And he's trying to figure out a way to cash in on his name at Iowa. And this is his last real stand, I think, in that regard. And do I think that Akron probably had some racial stuff happen to him at Iowa? Sure. You can have two things. You can have, I know he tweeted great things about Iowa, but I think then he was trying to use Iowa to help his brand as he was thinking of trying to go off to the NFL. And then when he didn't make the NFL, I think that's when he said, well, you know, damn it. That university let me down, and I think this is his way. And I do think for some of them, it's a money grab.
2: She should get credit for the article because they're almost the same.
4: Oh, I'm sure it's Vanessa. I mean, uh,
2: Well, yeah, it, it, I mean, they're almost the same, and she wrote the article and what's interesting gets credit is, in the Gazette, but she does it in the other And what's interesting is
4: I don't think the Register writes about this at all.
2: Yeah, let me ask you about... Okay, when... Uh, be- before even the internet when you would write a story and it was picked up did you get compensated for Not money
4: it? no 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 okay no you get they'd give you attribution. because we
2: post stories or we post police reports or whatever and now there's these websites that pick them up and run them and you know and run ads with them and everything we don't get well, like you and guys ran the gazette store,
4: but I assume Hunter you contributed to the gazette right yes. yeah you have to do yeah that. oh, sure yeah.
2: yeah you sure. do that i understand that i'm just wondering these other these other so anybody can open up any kind of website and take your work
4: well eventually you're going to get called on it i mean you can i mean you can do that but you're not going to get away with it for a long time I events mean, like with using photos if if you use someone's photos and they eventually people Can catch on to what you're doing and they're going to stop you. I mean, there there are, especially with photos, I mean, like if you want to use a photo by Getty, you got to pay, they want 60, 75 bucks and you can get away with using them if you're a website that maybe someone from Getty's not looking at, but if they catch you, they're going to call you on it. That's just, that's just how the business works. As long as you give attribution, um, that's the main thing people want is just give the people who did the, it's so easy and everybody, it's so easy though to just sit back and act like you're a news gathering organization when all you do is take yeah. other people's news yeah. and release it. Because a lot of that does mm-hmm. go on, and that, a ton of that goes on. And let's face it, the Gazette's going to get more news than you guys because they have more people pursuing. Well, news. that's not. You no, don't have I'm the not, staff.
2: I wasn't questioning that it was. I just got it from. But no, there's a uh, lot I was of what, starting what, you're, lot so of what I, you're saying. There's a lot of what you're saying that does, goes on. I'm not seeing a byline,
4: and they should have. If that, if they got it just from the Gazette, they should attribute it to them yeah. like you guys do. That's the only fair and legal way to do it. But I just hope. But Vanessa...
2: there's a there's I think it's uh, called uh, Iowa City News or something, I mean, and basically Iowa City News is all of our articles. <laughs> I'm gonna yep. see. you know, and they're selling ads to to post all of our
4: articles. I'm going to see if.
2: She... Well, there you go. <laughs> well,
4: I'm looking at Vanessa's UI must turn over. She tweeted. Oh, she she posted this ten hours ago. She posted this story. Yeah. It says U.I. must turn over all materials former players want from blah, blah blah blah, and I'm just trying to see if there's any. Uh, nobody's ripping her. Um, she's not getting. Uh... Well, nobody should rip her. No. She's doing
2: you her know, job. you got a lawsuit. She's, she's, getting,
4: she's getting ripped big time by. People.
2: Yeah, but I mean, you got a lawsuit. It's filed. It's public information. And that's what the attorney. That's what the judge said. You've got to do. It's news. Whether you like it or not, it's news.
4: It is. And for some, it's big news. And
3: anybody that thinks, well, Chris Doyle, they got rid of him, problem solved, you know? Yeah, I don't think so. Well, not as long as the lawsuit. Yeah, if there wasn't a lawsuit,
2: there ain't news. Yeah. They got rid of him, but now there's. And the lawsuit has to
4: be settled by the end of 2023, right? Isn't that the... That's what I... That's what I think it has. Yeah. That's still a long... That's, that's a year, long way. That's yeah. a year and a half away. But I'm with you. I think eventually Iowa's going to reach a settlement. Yep. And a big part of it's going to be the reaction is going to be how much they're paying. And you know who's going to get criticized. Gary Barta. Oh, yeah. This yeah. will come down as another costly lawsuit under Gary Barta. And fair or not, that's what's going to Gary's going to get ripped more than Kirk, don't you think?
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, just the nature. Gary's gonna get ripped more than Kurt over anything.
4: I just but I, I still will be surprised if they get twenty million. I but they're gonna get something. I, I think they're gonna get something. Yeah, I think so. I mean you think okay, do you think they get a million? What did Each? Jane My- Meyer and them got uh, Meyer and Griesbaum got combined like six and a half million, right? I, yeah. Yeah, they get something like in uh-huh. that ballpark. Yeah. If they let's say they get that, those seven players then are almost all millionaires.
3: Well, after they pay their legal fees. Well, they'll and pay. Stuff. Well, I
4: thought they were doing it pro bono.
3: They pay. Uh,
4: I thought that firm was doing it pro bono. I could be wrong. I thought I read that. Well, yeah. well,
3: if so, then.
4: I don't think they're going to get that much either. I, if I had to guess, I think it'll be somewhere between one. Well, and $3 even
2: million. if you do it pro bono, you might not charge them, but you're charging. You're going to take.
4: You're going to get something out of yeah. them. Yeah, I'm guessing they'll get somewhere between one and three million. Maybe I'm way off on this. I'd, I just will be surprised if they get twenty i I'd million.
2: say seven fifty to a million. Total? Yeah.
4: So you think we'll they'll s-
3: get more than that? I think they'll get
4: I think yeah, we're all just five guessing, or six, Yeah, But it's not it's not gonna go away.
3: But the one thing we do agree on that there will be a settlement.
4: Well, there's either going to be a settlement or it's going to go to trial, and I don't think Iowa wants to. I don't don't think think they do either. I don't think Iowa wants to deal with a trial. I just don't. Just like they didn't want to do that with Griesbaum and Meyer.
6: Hi, um, I don't think the law firm is doing it pro bono. They're probably doing it contingency, where they would get a share
5: of the settlement. Uh-huh. Yeah, whatever. that's okay. Yeah, yeah. You're,
4: you're you're right. That I guess that I meant that sense. pro bono means they just do it free, no matter what happens with the settlement. Yeah, they're going to get a cut of whatever settlement. I don't think they're charging them a ton of hourly. Is what I was saying. Mm-hmm. But they'll they'll get a cut of what they're doing. And I think they're doing this too because they feel like they're doing a civil rights. I think they feel like they're doing something a noble and just thing. What have you? It's just I just wish it wasn't out there. I I mean, it's just it's unfortunate, and it does strike a nerve with Iowa fans, man. It really, this is a really sensitive topic with a lot of Iowa fans. I mean, I've been ripped by fans, race baiting, libtard jerk. I mean, that's just the nature of the beast. If you take a certain side in this story, you are. When
2: you first took that side, I got it. I, I.
4: and yeah. the only side I took was saying that it was a bad look yeah. the way it was dissolved, yeah. and then I also wrote that David Porter didn't handle it well, well. And
2: when we had David Porter on, and you wrote that article, I heard from this one uh, guy that owns a business, and I will never advertise on your station, and he never did beforehand. I mean, do you think so, he still? You think <laughs> <so> he still, <laughs> you think oh, he still uh, listens? Huh? You think he yes. still listens? No, of course he does. Absolutely. Hello.
8: Hi. Hi. In the meyer, in the meyer grease Bomb case, uh, didn't the court order the university to pay their attorney's yes. fees? Yes. Then that's what's going to happen here because it'd be a civil rights case. That's just true. Like that.
4: No, you're right. Good point. I, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I hadn't thought about it. Callers are smarter yeah. than us today. I mean, yeah, bye-bye. what is going on? With yeah, what this is going voice? on with our callers today?
2: Really? Yeah, what? where are the fake ones? It, 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 no uh, funny voices. Uh, no funny voices. People and they they're, and they're smart. Yeah, they're smart. <laughs> you guys Collected? went to. F- yeah, WSUI's at nine ten. <laughs> you went too far.
4: So you're saying this is not really the world you want to be in? You miss Fake Ackerman, don't We're you? We're not you
2: we are on 16 I liked Fake
4: Ackerman. You miss Fake Ackerman?
2: I miss Fake Ackerman. <laughs>
4: but no, I mean it's it, it, it. That is the story, though, with Hawkeye Sports that will strike the biggest nerve with fans. I mean, some mm. just don't want to. And you guys, we'd be naive to say that a lot of it's some of it's political too. Yeah. I mean, the sides that have been well, drawn. for sure, of course. I mean, yeah. that's, and, it,
3: Everything's political. Everything.
6: No. Uh, hello? Hello. Uh, this is the smart caller again, but uh, I'll be funny this time. Uh, <laughs> we'll be the judge of that. We'll, we'll gonna, see. It, it, well, how long do you think the university is going to drag it out longer than Leclerc dragged out shooting the ball? <laughs> no,
4: well, no. let's not get carried away. Yeah. You going to give him a rim shot? Uh, yeah, sure. Rim shot. You didn't like that one, did you? It was like that it was solid. Okay. That guy okay. knows that we're hurting without fake Ackerman. He's trying to help.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're floundering. We're floundering without fake Ackerman. But,
4: um, we're
3: like the electric football players kind of <laughs> yeah. vibrating
4: in place. Okay, um, so we got the 20... I'm guessing it's going to more than likely be settled before the 2023 season starts because that will be nearing the end of the 2023 calendar year. I think a lot's going to happen over the next 9 to 12 months, don't you? We shall see. But, yeah, uh, I, mean,
3: I mean, it has to be done by the end of 23, right? Is um, that yes, right? I, believe, I that's what I've read. Now,
4: hopefully a caller maybe call in and correct me on that because that seems to be a pattern today. I say something wrong and a caller correction. What do you think of that? <laughs> And you know, um do you think well, do you think anyone will ever talk to Chris Doyle about this or do you think part of the agreement was keep your mouth shut? Yeah, keep yep. your forever. Yeah. forever? Yes. Can they tell him that forever?
2: Uh yeah. Yeah, they paid him off and he's got a non-disclosure. Had blood money. Yeah.
4: And a non-disclosure can last for eternity? Uh if that's no, what they agreed to. it depends
2: to. on if you're sued for violating it. That's what Trump was doing. He was suing his uh uh, his lawyers and other people for violating his non-disclosures, and he okay because I haven't seen he anything.
4: lost more than he won. Well, I haven't seen anything from Chris, and I don't believe Chris has even tweeted since all this stuff came out. The crickets. So he's been very low-key, and I'm with you guys. He's probably was told to do that. But I'm gu- if you had to guess, do you think Chris Doyle believes that he was a scapegoat?
3: Of course. Yes,
4: I do too. And I think that's probably what he would say, and that's what they want yeah. to avoid. Yeah. yeah, I think Chris probably did some of that stuff. I don't. There's no way all those guys were lying. But, but I also think he was made to be the fall guy to protect other people. Uh huh. And I think that's probably. And I think that's pretty obvious. Maybe it worked to, to a point. Well, to a point. Brian's still the focus of this discrimination lawsuit. He's still um, a defendant in that. So we'll see what happens.
3: Well, have we? Uh, God, it's after ten thirty. Talked enough, the Hawks today. I mean, fun, is there anything this, else?
4: This was actually a fun show. Anything today. else, Captain Steve? Well, yeah, have we covered everything? On your mind?
3: <laughs> I got a lot on my mind.
4: <laughs> what about music? What's going on with music? Any? What's any, going mu- on? Any music advice?
2: Uh, yeah. Uh, don't turn it up too loud. You'll lose your hearing.
4: Okay. okay. Sometimes I do like to hear loud music yeah. though.
2: Speaking of one who's lost his hearing. But I don't know if I lost my hearing because of the headphones. I'm sure it didn't help. But my father and my grandfather on his side uh, had hearing loss.
4: My dad had hearing loss, but he got really ill as a kid. I think he had something. I can't remember if it was the measles. But, yeah, my dad has really I had I had
2: uh, uh, ear infections when I was a kid, and I actually uh, had
4: to take sign and... Uh, which I don't remember. Well, my dad wore hearing aids for a lot. He wore hearing aids; was hard to hearing. Plus, he didn't listen. He didn't. Well, I do that. My dad just didn't listen. <laughs> my dad just didn't like listening to other people. No, I combined that I, with I the. Understand. I understand. <laughs> that with the inability to hear, and he was like talking to a mute.
2: I don't like
4: listening. My dad just tuned people out. <laughs> if he didn't, if he didn't want to hear what you were saying, he just would ignore you, and then blame it on ah, I'm a hearing aid's low. No, you know the ordered. worst
2: thing that ever happened is when they put the volume control on the screen, because <laughs> now Jam can see it going. How loud it is <laughs> going up when she's talking.
4: Yeah. <laughs> All, All right. right. Well, um, by Friday I may have my quarterbacks done. I'm going to probably, I'm going to maybe write that today, or I'll maybe, um, we'll see, and we can debate about that. Well, at-
3: and I'll uh, do the same thing. See see how much we differ.
4: Oh, okay. Yeah. That'll, do it. Yeah. Because, like I said, I know who's number one. I'm not sure who number two is. Well, I, I mean, Chuck Hartley, Matt Rogers, Randy Duncan, Gary, I mean, Gary Snook, Kenny Plain. Kenny Plain. I mean, um, Chuck Hartley. I mean, Matt Rogers made first team all Big Ten two years in a row. Yeah. So,
8: hello. Hello. Uh, you know who never gets hearing losses? The phone screener for the gym class.
4: <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're going to end on that one? End on that one? End on that one. one. Just on (laughs) a cheap shot. On a cheap (laughs) shot. All right, everybody have a good,
5: safe Wednesday and stay cool. And hawkfanatic.com, check it out. It's free.